Hi, this is Anthony Airedale, host of Kids in Cars, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for a four-month-old, Zaley Fryer, white female, 2 foot 11, 12 pounds, brown eyes, brown hair. Zaley was last seen on May 1st, 2011. She has a brown birthmark on her right leg and went missing from Millersville, Tennessee. If you know of Zaley's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Zaley Fryer, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now here's your host, Maddie Rose. Thank you. Welcome to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game. And today we're going to be talking with Matthew. And um, before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about him. Matthew, if you didn't know, is the CEO and president of his production company, Translight Picture. And where he had the opportunities to work with many clients such as Chevrolet, Home Depot, Honda, Lipton, um, McDonald's, Nissan, Nivea, Porsche, Toyota, Yamaha, Ziploc, and more. But I have the honor of working with him right now, so let's introduce him. So how are you doing today, Matthew? I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming. So, Matthew, what sides of the industries have you been involved with? Wow. Uh, Well, I was briefly, and I stress briefly in front of the camera, For about two years, when I left New York and went to LA, I was a model and I was an actor for a little bit. Then I got a record deal, probably before you were born. (laughs) And uh, after a couple of years in front of the camera, just kind of found my place behind the camera Mm -hmm. and start off as a set PA. Which, for those of you who don't know, those are the people who work the hardest and get paid the least. And uh, after about a year and a half of sweeping sound stages and getting coffee for the director, I ended up a producer in TV commercials in L.A., which I did for 10 years. Awesome. So is there anything in particular that maybe you didn't necessarily like about being in front of the camera, or maybe that's what pushed you to be behind the camera instead? Well, you know, I grew up in a showbiz family. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I was a little kid, and we're talking like seven, eight, nine years old, walking around New York with either <laughs> my father or my brother, people would stop us on the street. And when you're a celebrity, you have an obligation to your fans. Mm -hmm. So even if you're just trying to go have dinner or you're just trying to go pick up the newspaper, you have, if someone comes up and says how much they love your work, you have to be polite. Mm -hmm. So as a young kid, people would say to me, Oh, are you going to be a star like your father and your brother? And I was like, I'm eight years old. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get a (laughs) slice of raised pizza. These are very profound questions. So I, I think, you know, when you grow up around it mm-hmm. and you see just how much of your personal life you sacrifice to be public property, it just isn't something I want to do. You know, I, working behind the camera allows me to be around creative people such as yourself and experience it, but I can still go to the store and no one asks me, what am I doing? And, you know, it doesn't end up on the news. Yeah, that's true. So how long have you been experienced in the field of production or doing what you do in general? You know, I have been in, if you add up all the phases of production, so including when I had a record deal as a recording artist, when I was a model and an actor, I've been at it, you know, 25 years. Awesome. That sounds great. (laughs) Producing has been, you know, like 18. Mm -hmm. That's some good years, though. Good experience. It does give you good experience. And I've been blessed to, what I did is a lot of people try to start off at the top. Mm Mm-hmm. So they end up being a producer or a director on very small projects. What I did is I was lucky enough to be the lowest man on the totem pole but work for the top people in Hollywood. So when you're working on a $4 million Super Bowl spot, even if you're the guy getting the coffee, Mm -hmm. you get to be around the best people. You see how it's supposed to be done. And that's a great learning experience. And so I I feel very blessed to have been around some of the best people. and, And they took me under their wings and taught me some things. That's awesome. So speaking of learning experiences, what had to be your favorite learning experience? Good, good one or a bad one? Well, it could be either or. You know, I think probably the, the biggest learning experience is I start off a job, mm-hmm. uh, 
a commercial for Le with Leonardo DiCaprio and Ray Charles, and I was a set production assistant. And the second day of it, the ad agency asked me if I wanted to be the coordinator mm -hmm. of the Ray Charles still shoot. And I was like, wait, you're going to pay me <laughs> to sit in a recording studio with Ray Charles? I was like, that's a lot better than bringing the director coffee. <laughs> I said, I think I'm going to take that job. So I was on that for a week. And then when the whole film crew went to Vegas with Leonardo DiCaprio, literally the producer had a nervous breakdown the night before the shoot. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I took him to the hospital. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, called the executive producer and said, he's not going to make it. It's your job. And he goes, no, it's not. He goes, there's a flight that leaves for Vegas at 6.30 in the morning. Come on out here and take it over. And I had no idea what they were going to do. I had no shot list. I had, <laughs> I had not been on the job for 10 days. I'd been on the other one. So getting through that was probably the best learning experience. And I was lucky that the crew had worked with me on a job prior when I was a production assistant. Mm -hmm. So they were very supportive of me stepping up from lowest man to the producer all in one job. Well, that's a great learning experience. Definitely, it it's was. pretty big. <laughs> it was very stressful, but I was really lucky. The, the crew, I, I ended up having a lot of big brothers on that mm -hmm. shoot. Every, that's awesome. Everybody really pulled for me and even though I was in charge, they were kind of teaching me as I was going. Yeah, so, yeah. that's understandable. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're talking with Matthew Earl Jones. So um, telling us a little bit more about yourself, how did you get interested in media production? Well, early on I was an ad exec in New York, and then I was a client. But, you know, when your family's in the business, there's that it's inevitable that you're exposed to it. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of saw there was a glass ceiling at the, at the time, you know, for me in terms of corporate management. And, you know, just realized inevitably I would, would be drawn to the entertainment industry. So it was kind of a combination of family and that's what they did. But I always gravitated to the business side of it. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was in front of the camera, I think I was a little too shy <laughs> to, to have a long career at that. Yeah, well, that's good that you found that out. And... Um, also, another thing that I, I would like to know is that do you have any educational background on production or what did you go to college initially for? I actually went to college for English and music. Oh. So unlike a lot of people, I did not go to film school. Mm -hmm. I actually learned by doing. I had friends who were in production and, you know, I needed a job and someone said, well, you can, I can hire you as a PA. And I said, what's a PA? And he said... <laughs> You're the first one to get there, the last one to leave. You work the hardest, and we pay you the least. And I said, that beats waiting table. Yeah. So I ended up taking a job in that. So I actually learned what I learned on the set, working for some of the best people in Hollywood. Oh, awesome. Well, it paid off, though. So far, it has. Yes. <laughs> so we can't say that that's a mistake or anything. So no, definitely. and film school is film school is great, and mm -hmm. I and I think that film school, especially if you're doing the creative things, if you're a director, if you're an editor, because the the world of being an editor at school and in the real world are not that different. You're editing, producing. It's kind of like standing in a war zone, <laughs> and it's kind of you have to be in the war zone to really learn it. Yeah, that makes sense. So do you think education plays a major role in helping get to be where you are today, your education, or maybe just in general for other people who maybe didn't necessarily get the opportunity to go to film school, but they're trying to get some type of education to really enforce that? Education is the most important thing you can do. I was very lucky. My mother was a teacher at a private school in Connecticut, so I was blessed and able to go to a very expensive private school in Connecticut for free, and then a boarding school and an Ivy League college. And even though I left that path and am now in entertainment, having an education, you can't beat it, and it always gives you something to fall back on. And knowing that you could always get a job mm -hmm. allows you to, you don't find yourself in those compromising situations, and you can do what you love you can take the jobs you love because you always know this is not all you can do. Mm -hmm. That's great advice. So after college, what were you doing at that point in time? Or what did you want to do? Well, <laughs> at that time when I graduated college, I was working for a big ad. My first job was for a very large advertising agency in New York. 
I worked for BBDNO um, on the Campbell Soup account. And that's what I thought I wanted to do. But because I thought I'd be doing something creative, yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd be like, you know, playing jingles. And then what happened was I realized I was going to be talking to the client and wearing a suit. Mm -hmm. uh, but my first job was as a corporate exec in New York. OK, awesome. So has production or media been a part of your family in the past or is it just a passion that maybe you possess? I think it's a passion that I possess. Both my father and brother are well known in front of the camera, but have no production background and, and really not that's not what they do mm -hmm. so. yeah that's understandable so what do you enjoy most about production seeing it all come together the shoot days mm -hmm. seeing everybody arrive at the same time the same place for the same goal that's awesome so especially since there's a lot of roles in production there's every aspect of it so it's like you have to have each part to make it really come all together mm-hmm Okay, well, thanks, Matthew, for talking to us. We have some more questions for you after the break. But for now, let's take a break. You're listening to The Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here. You're on the Voice America Kids Network. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game, and we're continuing our very special interview with Matthew Earl Jones. So we were just talking about how Matthew kind of got into production, um, a little bit of background behind that, um, talked a little bit about family, if maybe if it's affiliated with it or it's not, and all that good stuff. So Matthew, um, what were you doing previous to being affiliated with production? Was it mainly the... Corporate um, management, yeah. Yeah? I was... Uh, I was a suit. I worked on Madison Avenue, both on the agency side, and then I went to the client side. Awesome. So what was your inspiration in going into production? Was it the industry itself, or was it just something that you were interested in and you wanted to take that? You know, I was always interested. My family nurtured my, you know, playing music and being involved in the arts. And, you know, my mother, while she was a teacher, had been on Broadway. So the arts was, were a part of the family. So it was around me, and I think is if you see it from day one you, and you get encouraged into it, you tend to develop those skills. Awesome. So once you found out what you truly wanted to do, how did you feel, and what kind of actions did you take to make a result of that? You know, it was kind of a sense of relief because I think everyone thought I should be in front of the camera, and I really <laughs> wasn't comfortable there, and I kind of felt like the odd man out. So when I 
found my niche behind the camera. It was like everything kind of came together. And the business background is part of what I do. And while I'm not performing, I would like to think that those terrible auditions that I went <laughs> on have given me a sensitivity to in, in working with talent. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I have a profound respect and appreciation for what you do and every, the people who are yes. in front of the camera do, the pressures they're under. So when I work with them, I think I bring a little bit of sensitivity to that because I've walked a few feet, not miles, mm-hmm. but I've walked a few feet in those shoes. Yeah, so you definitely understand them more. I understand and I understand the pressure they're under and I have a real appreciation for it. I think a lot of producers wanted to be in front of the camera, mm-hmm. failed at it, and kind of resent watching other people do what they wanted to do. And I kind of went through that, and I'm just really glad I'm behind the camera. <laughs> well, that's good. So, Matthew, why don't you tell us about Translight Pictures, what it's all about? Because I know that um, that's your production company, mm-hmm. and we really want to get on that and focus about that and talk about the projects that you're doing and everything that's related. We're a full-service production company. So not only do we come up with ideas, but we're also, if someone has an idea and they need that produced, that's what we do. So that's what I mean by full service. So we run the whole gamut. And, you know, my background was I was producing commercials, and I kind of got to a a plateau. Um, Commercials are director-driven business. And as a producer, I was always at the mercy of finding, finding a director who wanted to hire me to produce for them. And I was talking to some crew people and they said well why don't you start your own production company so it it was one of those things born out of frustration that I had kind of reached a a plateau and I really wanted to go to the next level and as the business has changed you really need to be creating your own products these days I think that's kind of how it's going that's awesome so um, what does your production company specialize in doing for clients is there something specific that you look at doing for them or is it kind of fitting to their needs Well, you know, in terms of when people hire us for a project, as long as we believe it's a worthwhile project, Mm -hmm. then, you know, we would be available to do that. In terms of things that I'm creating, about five years ago, I became a father. Mm -hmm. And so that changed my whole life. And so now the kind of projects I'm looking to create are ones that are kids' projects. You know, it gives me an opportunity. I've, I've learned a lot about the kids' market having a daughter. You know, I had no idea about all these shows. <laughs> you know, I know a whole new group of artists and a whole new group of television shows. And it gives me a way to, you know, I hopefully do projects someday with my daughter. Awesome. So do you have any upcoming projects you can share with us today? Well, as a matter of fact, we do. Yay. Okay. So. We are. <laughs> we are currently working on a project called Step Up to the Microphone which is a music competition. Mm -hmm. It's open to all U.S. citizens, ages 8 to 12, all forms of music. And we're very, very fortunate to have as our celebrity spokesperson, Jacob Lattimore. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe you may know Jacob. I think I do. (laughs) I think you do too. (laughs) Me too, yeah. (laughs) That works. So yes, I did get to meet him, and he was really nice, and I think um, we're doing a lot of great things, and we're offering that to young kids. So speaking of Step Up to the Microphone, which is actually what I was getting to, so... That was my segue. Yeah, you knew that, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what is it actually offering to young kids? What do you think it's ultimately doing for them? Well, you know how you asked, is education important? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that it offers in its prize structure, I mean, yes, there's a $25,000 cash prize, and there's nothing wrong with $25,000. And there's also a recording contract, and I think if you have talent and you want to be a performer, that's what you want. You want a recording contract. But we also are offering a scholarship to a student enrichment program, the oldest in the country, at the New Canaan Country School Ooh. in New Canaan, Connecticut. And I was able to benefit from going to the New Canaan Country School because my mother taught there. And that has made a profound difference in my life. In fact, some of the people that I'm working with, I met through my years at the country school. So the biggest part of the prize, and I think ultimately the most valuable, is a scholarship to that program. Awesome. So how did you go about creating a sort of competition like this? Someone actually approached me Mm -hmm. years ago about that they had an idea for a hip-hop show, kind of like a hip-hop American Idol. 
I see. Mm-hmm. And I and I called a friend of mine who was working with DMC from Run DMC, and we put together a project. We did the contest. It was successful. We put out a record, and we were getting ready to do it again. And I had on my laptop the website, and we were you know I was working with the web designers, and I had the entry page up. And my daughter jumps up and she said, "What's that?" Hmm. And I said, "It's a contest." And she goes, "Well, I want to do it." And at that time, it was 18 to 30. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it hit me, 8 to 12. Mm-hmm. So I called my partner. I said, are you sitting down? He goes, yes. And I said, let's not do 18 to 30. Let's do 8 to 12. There was silence. And he goes, you know, that's a great idea. And through a friend of his who had worked with Jacob Lattimore's mother, we were able to approach Jacob, and he loved the idea and was gracious enough to be our spokesperson. Oh, sounds great. So was that mainly your motivation to kind of make it available for kids and give them this chance in that way? Yeah, that was the main thing. And I also, we wanted no explicit lyrics. We wanted no profanity. You know, I just personally did not want to, you know, not to say anything about what is out there in a lot of hip-hop, but that wasn't something I wanted to endorse. And when you're doing the 18 to 30 market, it's very tough to sell clean lyrics to that market. So our thought was 8 to 12, much better chance. We wouldn't have resistance with our goal of putting out clean music and also hitting an audience that would be open to it. That sounds good. So do you feel that it's important that kids get involved in what they want to pursue early and get a head start, kind of? Without a doubt. I think that... Even if you end up doing nothing in the arts, I think that being able to express yourself and the confidence you get performing will help you no matter what you do in life. Sounds good. So how do you feel about the industry currently? It's changing. You know, I was raised that if you don't have something really great to say, don't say anything. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of great new talent. I think in some places the industry's gotten a little off track, um, but I think that it's starting to get back on track. And I definitely think that as it is today, as it was 50 years ago, as it's always been, the future of any business is the young people. Mm-hmm. So I, we wanted to show young people that they could get ahead musically without having to have explicit lyrics and a lot of profanity in what they were doing. Yeah, and... Um, also, another thing to kind of wrap up our interview, what kind of advice do you have for kids wanting to pursue a career in production just as you do? Do it. I mean, it's really something you learn by doing. And the, the smallest project you may work on might either give you that skill to do that leads you to the bigger one or might make that contact to someone who can get you into the next step. Yeah, definitely. And then also another thing is, yes, the industry is changing very much. It's becoming more and more unique, Mm -hmm. and it's becoming uncomparable to others, and it just makes it really nice for people to kind of look and see how it's progressing. Without a doubt. So, Matthew, what is the best way for people to contact you and get more information on your upcoming projects and your company, Translite Pictures? They can go to stepuptothemicrophone.com, and if you're 8 to 12 and you've got some talent, please enter the contest. There is no fee. There's nothing to purchase. And if you're interested in our production company, it's translitepictures.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Matthew, for coming on and talking with us. Thank you, Maddie. Thanks. So why don't we take a break now? Let's take a break. You're listening to The Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here on the Voice America Kids Network. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes, they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game, and we just got done talking with Matthew with um, Translite Pictures. So that was really great. We got to learn a little bit about production, um, some previous experiences with that, as well as step up to the microphone, which um, is available to all of you. You just have to go to the website, as heard in the interview, and check it out because it's really cool, and I know that I've seen it and it's really amazing and what it's doing. So you're probably wondering what I'm going to talk about now. And that's basically since we talked about commercials and it is always a themed kind of episode as I usually tend to do. So I thought we'd talk about commercials and jingles and all that good stuff. So first I'd like to start off with the most like TV commercials of 2011. And basically this was, um, Nielsen announced the top 10 most liked new ads in the second quarter of this year. So, um, it is the top 10, as I mentioned. And of course we always have to start at the bottom and work our way to the top. Cause that's just how I do it. And starting with number 10, though, for this most like TV commercials, it was the Volkswagen CC. And basically what the commercial was about, it was a 30 second commercial. So it was pretty brief, but then yet it did rank. And it was basically where a boy tries to borrow his dad's car, but the dad writes mileage on the driveway. And it's basically, maybe you saw that on TV, maybe you didn't, but you can always check all of these different commercials on YouTube because they're all there and they're all available for you to watch and kind of listen to and check them out. And then along with number nine, which is the next up, is Microsoft. So you're probably wondering, what would Microsoft do for a commercial? Well, in this commercial that it ranked, it was Windows 7, and it was basically where you buy a fridge for college, you get a free ice trade, and you buy a PC for college, and then you get a free Xbox 360. And that was only jammed into 15 seconds. So that was a lot to jam in there, probably. But of course, people liked it because we just like that kind of stuff. So, And then number eight, yay, food, finally. Yeah. It's a red lobster, and basically it was talking about a four-core seafood feast with soup, then salad, and biscuits, and then choice of entree and something sweet. Again, jammed into 15 seconds on TV. That's awesome. (laughs) And then number seven was for cats. You know, we all love our pets. Maybe you're a cat person. Maybe you're a dog person. Um, I happen to be allergic to cats if you didn't know that. So if you ever have a cat please don't bring it near me. But I love to see your picture of them, though. And then I love dogs. I really love that. So for the, it was Fancy Feast. So you know those little cans of food for your cats that you'll give them for mealtime. 
that's what we're talking about. And in this commercial, it's a 30-second commercial, 15 seconds more than the other one. You could jam a little more stuff into that. And it was basically where a man builds a room for a cat and has to wear a necklace asking his girlfriend to marry him. It was really cute. I like that one. Yep. And then number six is Ritz. You know the crackers? Yeah. So on that, the men were playing checkers with crackers as playing pieces, and then they would just eat the pieces. Very simple. The whole thought got out, so it really worked well for them, and obviously a lot of people responded to that. And then also, which is kind of weird, we have two of the same ones. Um, For number four and five, I guess it was really liked that it ranked twice, which is kind of odd because it should be different, but um, this is for the ice cream who doesn't love ice cream. It's like the ice cream truck going down the street. And so this is for the new Magnum um, ice cream bars, and it's really good because it's made with Belgium chocolate, and I've tasted one, and it's has a ton of vanilla ice cream in the middle, and I believe they have different flavors, and it's covered in Belgian chocolate, like a really thick layer, and it has like different choices of like almonds and all that. I had that when I went to California, and it was amazing. I really loved it. It was good. So in this commercial, it was 15 seconds. Okay, I see the difference now. In number five, it was 15 seconds, and then in number four, it was 30 seconds, because you know how sometimes commercials will be like, to be continued there's different parts of a commercial kind of to reel you in and kind of see the different aspects of that and yeah so i'll tell you that and you're listening to the voice america kids network this is the fame game i'm maddie rose and we're talking about the most liked tv commercials of 2011 and we're talking about ice cream right now so this woman climbs over cars in a traffic jam to get ice cream from a delivery truck That's the gist of the whole commercial. And then for number four, it was an expanded commercial, so there was more to it. There was more detail, maybe a little bit more footage that they provided in there. And that kind of jumps us all the way to number three, and that's makeup. So it was for the L'Oreal Revitalift, and it's basically where a woman explains that she stays young any way she can. 15 seconds. And then number two, we're getting to number one. It's very exciting. (laughs) So number two is for Chevrolet. It is a car dealership. Everybody knows it. Maybe your parents have one. Or if you're old enough, maybe you have a Chevrolet car. But um, in this commercial, boys practice saluting with his brother and salutes his returning soldier father. So that was really good, too. And that was 30 seconds. So pretty good. And number one, the best one. And... It's not surprising to me that this is number one because everybody loves sweet treats. It's just kind of a known fact. Like, yeah, some people don't really like chocolate sometimes, but there's always something of some sort. Maybe it's a different kind of candy or anything like that that they like. But this number one is about cookies. And the cookies that we're talking about is Oreos. I really love Oreos, and a lot of people do too. It's like those cookies that you dunk in milk, and it's really good all together. And um, a lot of people have seen this, because this commercial ran for quite a while until they did make a new one for it. And it was 15 seconds, and it was a boy wakes up his father at midnight for a Father's Day treat. Because it was morning in his dad's area, and then it was nighttime Um, in his area so it's a whole difference there but um, everything worked out pretty well and I think this is a very good and sort of accurate kind of commercial list that we have because everybody's very familiar with these so it's definitely not something that we're not familiar with so that's good and then also we're going to continue with some more type of production type of you know information facts fun things like that And this is probably going to be really fun because this is the top 10 best jingles of all time. And this is according to qualitylogoproducts.com. And really what it's saying is how many times have you walked into a Subway sandwich shop and started singing their $5 foot long song? And have you ever pulled up to a McDonald's drive-thru and instinctively hum, I'm loving it? And then those incesty, you know, catchy jingles that really get into our head and kind of stick there. We just can't get them out. It's just one of those known things that when you're watching TV, you see either a commercial or a jingle, especially the jingles, because they will stick in your head. It's just a known fact, because I do it all the time, and sometimes I just don't understand. I've only watched it for like 10 seconds, and I'll be like humming it. 
very crazy. But aside from being, you know, those great advertising methods, which, of course, attract people because who doesn't want to listen to those fun little jingles that they have, um, many will remind you of the past. And this is kind of like, like all the different jingles, all of them. They're all somehow related to each other. But um, the article that I'm going to be reading you and kind of telling you about the top 10. So, of course, we'll start at number 10. Um, it'll just be a list of commercial jingles that will remind you of all of them that you've seen through, you know, 1970s to this time. And it's all time, so it's going to be good. So starting with number 10 is Fanta. Fanta is a soda. Um, Everybody really likes that. They do have different flavors of that. And the song jingle was, Wanna Fanta, Don't You Wanna? And um, the Fanta girls, known to the fans as the Fantanas, took the world by storm in 2002, and their infectious cry of, Wanna Fanta, Don't You Wanna? personifies effective company advertising. Because it is, it will stick in your head. It's pretty catchy, and it's a nice tune. So each member of the Fantanas represented a flavor, a Fantana, a Fanta flavor, and this was strawberry, orange, pineapple, and grape, and the luscious ladies proved to be so popular that even they had their own Mad TV parody, and I happen to watch Mad TV on YouTube. It's really funny. I like it a lot. It's those parodies, and they really just have a good time, and you have a good time watching it, too. I believe a lot. It used to be even more popular than it was now. People still listen to it, and it is known, and teens like it, kids like it, and everybody just has a really, you know, good understanding of that. But um, it used to be very popular. And then the many girls like to dress up as them every Halloween, which is very funny because we don't maybe not notice that, but now we do. So even though there have been several sets of Fanta girls since the original, these soda pop songbirds are still a hit. Okay, well, before we get to number nine, let's take a break. You're listening to The Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. 
Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game. And our topic right now is about the top 10 advertising jingles of all time. So we were just talking about the Fanta one, which is a soda like I had mentioned. Now, um, I want to jump into the top five just because I think you guys would even be more interested in that. So without dwelling on this even more, um, number nine, I'll mention them still so you guys will know. Number nine will be Wrigley's Double Mint Gum. Double your pleasure, double your fun. That one's great. And by the way, I like that gum a lot. It's actually really good. It used to be my favorite, and I still like it a lot. So number eight is Quiznos Sub. is called We Love Subs as their jingle title and kind of what they were singing about. And it's also related to Subway in some sort because you know how sometimes we have different stores that will be similar to each other. It's just the naming and branding. And also number seven is called Chicken Tonight. I feel like chicken tonight. Wow, creative names. I love that. (laughs) So that sounds good. And who doesn't remember Chili's Baby Back Rib song? Everybody used to love that. And, you know, it's still one of those things that everybody will still remember. It may not air as much as it does right now, but um, everybody remembers it, and it's one of their favorites even too. So without further ado, let's move on to the top five, and that's going to be the top five. So starting at number five, of course, is Mentos. Do you remember Mentos? It's those mints that come in that little roll, and they come in different flavors too. There's the fruit ones, which I absolutely love, and there's also the minty ones, the regular original, and that comes in like a blue package, and that's super cool. And essentially, on this article, it says, did you break a heel on your shoe or perhaps you accidentally sat in wet paint? Never fear. With the help of Mentos, all will be well. The unforgettably campy mid-90s Mentos commercial were flawlessly parodied into the Foo Fighters video Big Me, which could have easily passed for a Mentos commercial had it featured the brutally catchy jingle. And Mentos taught viewers that they can count on extra fresh mints to help them with their selves if they're in a pinch. So it's pretty good. And number six. Number six. No way. Number four. (laughs) Just kidding. We're not going up. We're going down. (laughs) Okay. So for number four, we have Dr. Pepper. Now, who doesn't love Dr. Pepper? You know, we love our sodas, different kinds of things like that. I am a fan of Dr. Pepper. I have some other favorites as well. But um, Dr. Pepper definitely ranks in my favorites. And it is quite a favorite to my friends as well. They always are dwelling on Dr. Pepper. So they really love that. So it's called Wouldn't You Like to Be a Pepper Too? How great. (laughs) And basically it says, who's a pepper? Me, you, the guy over there? It seems so. Those happy-go-lucky commercials, which debuted in the 1970s. Wow, that's very fantastic. Sure made being a pepper seem like a lot of fun, even though it is unclear about what a pepper entails, but you can't help but getting sucked into their unbridled enthusiasm. You may be surprised to learn that the Dr. Pepper brand still associates itself with this commercial jingle and even sells imprinted mugs, bowls, t-shirts, and all sorts of custom merchandise featuring the famous tagline. I mean, that's great. I love when um, companies really drag that out because it's more recognized to people and it's okay to change it up a little bit and make it unique for the viewers. But it's super great when every one of them can kind of know it and they'll be like, oh, that's Dr. Pepper. Awesome, I love that stuff, that kind of thing. And number three, can you guess what number three is? It's one of the fast food retailers. Um, It's one of our favorites, I definitely have to say. Um, We like it a lot. It's McDonald's. 
Yay. And it's called You Deserve a Break Today. We usually know that I'm loving it, which is always still there. Trust me. And this one is called You Deserve a Break Today. And it says almost always attributed to Barry Manilow. McDonald's best love jingle was in fact written by singer-songwriter Kenny Karen, and McDonald's used the memorable jingle on and off for three decades in all sorts of advertising mediums. And do you remember this famous advertisement? If not, then who knows? McDonald's may decide that another revival is going to be right around the corner so maybe we'll see this again because you know sometimes um different companies will do that they'll have it from before and then they'll put it back in to you know mix it up a little bit make people interested and kind of search for that extra that we're looking for so that's super good wow we're moving so fast through this number two wow okay well um to tell you what number two is and Really, we're getting up to number one, and I know you're anticipating that. I am anticipating it myself, because I really don't know what number one is. <laughs> so, number two is Oscar Mayer, and, and this is basically where we talked about the My Baloney Has the First Name, that one song, and then the little um, truck that they have that drives along. It's really awesome. And these two equally catchy and beloved jingles, and of course, everybody knows each and every one of them and it really sticks in our head and it's no wonder we all love bologna so much now <laughs> and be sure to feed your nostalgia when listen to both of these commercial jingles so definitely listen to them it'll be amazing and okay well without further ado i'm not going to keep you waiting any longer for number one and that is going to be coca-cola it's another soda commercial and it's really good. We hear Coca-Cola all the time, and it's really great. People still really love it, and we see those commercials, and we always think of it. It's awesome. So um, to tell you a little bit about it, the Coca-Cola company, and this was the jingle of it was, I'd like to buy the world a Coke. And basically it says, peace, love, happiness, the sharing of Coca-Cola. What's not to love? Coca-Cola's awesomely groovy anthem of brotherhood was so popular that it became a best-selling single, minus the Coke references. And sure, this ionic commercial might be a bit of a feel-good for some taste, but when you see a group of people standing in a meadow singing about togetherness, don't you just want to give the person next to you a hug? Or better yet, buy them a Coke? Well, that sounds awesome. So that was our top 10 advertising jingles, and we also went to the most liked TV commercials of 2011, also our top 12. So I hope you guys enjoyed that, and of course, I'm not going to forget our song of the week, and that's going to be Count on Me by Bruno Mars. It's a wonderful song. It has a great message, a catchy tune, a catchy jingle, so it's awesome, and hopefully you'll enjoy my catchy jingle of the fame game, and we'll see you next week, though, and that's going to do it. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the show, and you can listen to my show weekly on voiceamericakids.com, and you can contact us at voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. Mention the fame game. And my name, Maddie Rose, and thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Uh If you ever find yourself stuck in the middle of the sea, I'll sail the world to find you. If you ever find yourself lost in the dark and you can't see, I'll be the light. Find out what we're made of When we are called to help our friends in need You can count on me Like one, two, three I'll be there And I know when I need it I can count on you Like four, three, two You'll be there Cause that's what friends are supposed to do Oh yeah Ooh Ooh Yeah If you're tossing and you're turning And you just can't fall asleep I'll sing a song Beside you if you ever forget how much you really mean to me, I'll 
every day I will remind you. Oh, find out what we're made of when we are called to help our friends in need. You can't count on me like one, two, three. I'll be there, and I know when I need it, I can count on you. Like four, three, two, and you'll be there. 'Cause that's what friends are supposed to do. Oh yeah. Kids Channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.